nitrate power. You're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. Dogs Out 9000, the official podcast for 1900hotdog.com, the last place to find funny World Wide Web articles. We've got jokes and pictures, and it rules. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash 1900hotdog. I'm Sean Baby, the total experience, and my partner will fight you all night and half the next day. He's the shining, signifying Robert Brockway. That was a beautiful intro, but I, I am a little hurt that it's nothing about my package this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was getting used to those. Here's a Brockway fact. I was once arrested for childhood ninjutsu. No follow-up questions. Yeah, I, I have the police records. Our guest is a bad motherfucker. This is the truth. He's the hot owl knot. Mr. Zach Koontz. Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> the signifying monkey. <laughs> Sept on the ninja's feet. I, uh, I think we do have to explain what we're talking about before you start oh, doing right, it. Oh, right, right, right. They already know look. from yeah. the podcast title and my perfect impersonation. It's Dolomite Day, but one of the dumb Dolomites, Shaolin Dolomite. One of the I, will, I will say <laughs> I've also been arrested for childhood ninjutsu. Uh, maybe not as childhood as I would like it to be. <laughs> oh, no. What, what age was yours? <laughs> uh, was older than... Mm. Younger than 20, older than 15. He killed his ex-wife with a older star. Than, <laughs> older than 15. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I was 12 and I felt like, I'm, I'm too old. I'm too old to be doing this. Yeah. The cops definitely said that. <laughs> uh, Zach, let's do, let's do a plug. Um, All right. Got some, some hit funny shows on the Oral Knots. Yeah, we got some Oral Knots stuff going on. We did uh, uh, some AI training experimentation in the form of... Uh, making all the characters in the matrix sing ice ice baby. Um, I think it turned out pretty well. There's a surprise guest appearance by uh, someone who's no longer with us. Right. That's what AI for to recreate the voices of the dead. We did it. I, I run into this problem a lot. It's a nice thing I'm saying, but it's like almost distractingly good. Like in the video, I'm enjoying it, but I'm like, God damn it. This is really fucking good. Like, it's just like, how did they, the inflection on Larry Fishburne there? Like how the fuck did they, What? There's a, there's a lot of trickery involved in, we, we had the same issue when we, we have like robot, we've had robot voices in our videos for a while now. Like the voice mm-hmm. of the death star in our star Wars saga is like a, um, a text to speech program. And it was the right. same thing where you have to type in phonetic, uh, pronunciations the way you want them to say it. Mm-hmm. So that if you just type in a sentence the way grammatically it's supposed to be, then it, it will be incorrect. They'll read it yeah. weird. They'll say something wrong. But it's a wrong. perfect Keanu. Right. <laughs> the, the robot's default is Keanu. But yeah, the, always perfect Keanu. Um, yeah, and then there's another video we did, you know, we counted every time somebody says, this is the way the Mandalorian mm-hmm. turned into a funky song. So that's a a fun little, you know, ditty to yeah. nod your head to while you see if we were right or wrong. And, uh, <laughs> and then we've been keeping, we resurrected our long dead podcast as well. And uh, both of your hosts of the dog zone have been on it. So check out the R. You podcast. kept going after my episode. Yeah, we did it. I, I don't, I will not be defied by the pronounce the, the, the pronouncement of, of death. I, yeah, I you guys did it. the, the, the Samuel Hunk movie where he played a special needs Kung Fu master. Yeah. We just, uh, we, he was we, not a Kung Fu master. He was a special needs 
uh, adult <laughs> who was the victim of every kung fu master. Okay, yes, he <laughs> yeah, was just you know, a victim. He threw of zero kung fu in the entire movie. <laughs> I would, I would, I would say that uh, we just haven't obtained the right amount of reach yet to get canceled. To get, so yeah. we're, but we're that'll be the that'll now. be the yeah. one in your closet, like six years, Ten from, years now. from now. Ten years from now, yeah, when I'm running for president or something, that shit is tearing me down big time. <laughs> You too. <laughs> Dig that up like a 2007 tweet. But somehow Sammo Hung will be okay. He's always okay. That's yeah. my entire backlog. Like, I don't think I have a, a single article you can go to from any time in any of my, any point in my career. that isn't hugely problematic. <laughs> but always learning, learn. always growing. That's what, that's how you categorize that. That's the and, important part. And I think we're going to do some more of that today because we're talking about Shaolin Dolomite. Um, I <laughs> bought a copy of this on VHS in 1999 in uh, Mall in Portland, <laughs> Oregon. Uh, but this is before you could like know anything about movies. No so, curation. Uh, yeah, I just like what the fuck is Shaolin Dolomite, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I went into it hoping it could be like a Lost Rudy Ray Moore project, but I obviously figured it could be this, which is a Taiwanese kung fu movie just run through a shredder with 15 seconds of Dolomite on a nature hike. Like that's. That's the movie we watched. I, I just want to preface this for your, your audience because I know a lot of the times you guys talk about ridiculous TV and movies and you're always like, don't watch this, but it's like wink, wink. Like, you know, they're probably still going to watch it uh-huh. just for the curiosity factor. Don't fucking do that with Shaolin Dolomite. <laughs> it is not good. There's not enough ironic enjoyment to be had in yeah. this two hour runtime. Like yeah. it's, it's, oh, I'm, I'm the enemy. Okay. <laughs> because I thought it was great. I, everybody should watch it. Oh, I no. Everybody should watch it. I I agree that it's great on paper. Like right, like on paper, my, fantastic. Yeah. Sometimes my brain will and just execution. imagine what they're trying. <laughs> execution, <laughs> perfectly executed. I take it all back. It's per, it's perfectly fine on paper Perfect and film. Yeah. execution. It earned uh, every minute of its two hour runtime. It's two hours. Two hours. So it was that was okay. a full hour longer than any other kung fu movie should ever be. Ever. Yeah. It's unreal how fucking long some of this scenes. <laughs> but this was originally released in America in 1986 under the name of Ninja, the final duel. And uh, they were right to think they could get away with it because that year four Ninja movies came out every day for each VHS player in circulation. Uh, but this one, uh, it sounds like I'm making fun of uh, Godfrey Ho because he was responsible for that. And, He also liked to add 10 minutes of very silly Americans to a Taiwanese ninja film. That was his business model. But this was not Godfrey Ho. This was Robert Tai, who uh, I don't think was one of Godfrey Ho's 120 fake names. There's Mm -hmm. no way to know that. Robert Tai was in this movie. Yeah, yeah. That's I was, I'm almost sure I'm kidding because he was in this movie. He's yeah, the, yeah. We see the his old face. Abbott. I still mm-hmm. don't believe it. I think that could have been Godfrey Ho. <laughs> like he could have just had some, some sort of tech. doppelganger, some sort of elaborate mask. Uh, it's, it's just, I never, I will never trust that somebody that makes this movie because hold on, they, you've spliced it together from, you know, all this B-roll footage of Ninja, the duel. So it wasn't just Ninja, the duel that they went through. It was that Robert Ty had fucking like 10 hours of fully filmed and ready to go footage that he had cut from his, I'm assuming original drama miniseries of Ninja <laughs> the Duel because he had fucking 12 hours recorded of this shit. Yeah. And uh, and so they went back through and did went through like 10 hours to assemble this new movie that uh, that had not been seen before. And I want to be clear in the original Ninja the Duel. There's only about four to five minutes of crossover footage like uh, 
it's it's so they had 10 extra hours of movie that had like a lot of like story and a ton of complicated kung fu and set pieces uh so i i just don't think you film 10 extra hours of a movie without a plan and i definitely don't think the plan was to give it to dolomite 15 years later <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that that's i absolutely agree but that was also my my one, number one question and this was Okay, what was the fucking plan then? Yeah, yeah. I think this is the Revenge of the Sith. Like, think I think this is the <laughs> Revenge of the Sith footage where like all these guys turned evil because um, Davy Crockett in the original Ninja of the Final Duel was like a Hare Krishna who was going to the Buddhist temple to learn kung fu to like you know because he was training in all the monk styles Hare Krishna monk, Shaolin monk, uh, all the fighting. Davy. All David the fighting Crockett, religious the fighting monks, yeah. and then he became Davy Crockett somewhere along the way. They did. I don't know what happened to that footage. Uh, but then also uh, Tupac, who's uh, the you probably remember Tupac from from the movie. Uh, yeah. He was a good guy in the in Ninja: The Final Duel. That did not, yeah, come out that way in this version. Yeah, well, he I died. Imagine in, he died in the end. So I think they resurrected yeah. him as a bad guy in, in whatever the hell happened. Yeah, now, I can't I, imagine I, any of the footage they used of him. Uh, I believe eating actual babies uh, as a good guy. He was hamming it up. Like it just hard miming such villainy. Yeah. yeah. Big, big full face laughter. I, so I didn't do, I did the, the research on the Taiwanese version of it. Like that's readily available. You know, the mm-hmm. Robert Ty stuff, what I couldn't find. And then I just quit trying to find it. Cause I thought maybe I could be the take place of your audience here and like learn in real time. Did you guys find any about the, redubbing process who are the people behind the dolomite aspect of this this equation not really no who brought dolomite in who did the vo and why well they the version, really blew it <laughs> the version i watched i'm not sure if it was the version you watched but it was the wu-tang version yeah, yeah the wu-tang collection mm-hmm. is yeah. the one i watched. so i i have to assume the answer to your question as well as uh as don't fuck with who is uh is the wu-tang clan now right? Is there, is this the version that you owned, Sean? When yeah, you I had the, it was, it said Wu-Tang on the VHS box. And, and it's uh, the same, all the same dubbing. I, and everything I, like I that. barely remember anything about it, except when he like went up to the statue and ad-libbed the line, the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, for a moment, if there were multiple versions of this, if this warranted yeah. multiple releases, if somebody right. went back to the well again, because this is already completely fucking mental. So right. let's track the process. So Robert Ty, who is a Kung Fu lunatic, films fucking 12 fully produced like hours of this, this Kung Fu saga. Of, this is like Stanley the, Kubrick uh, shit. Like, yeah, of, fucking, yes. of, of, the, of the Kung Fu Stanley Kubrick here. He films all of that, cuts it down to, I'm assuming, 70 minutes. About that, yeah. Uh, and then just shelves the rest as like, this is the cost of creating art, creating perfect <laughs> art, is that the world won't get to see the other $8 million I spent on on the, the far more elaborate backstory that was cut. So he just shelves that and walks away while it burns. And fucking the, then the Wu-Tang Clan comes along and is like, we have to bring this back, which, okay, fine, in character. Mm-hmm. And they say, and also it stars Dolomite. So they right. bring Dolomite back in. They create spliced in footage to re-edit the abandoned footage of that original movie. It's like three, it's like three Power Rangers deep. They're, just, they're not just doing a Power Rangers. 
They're doing a Power Rangers of a Power Rangers. <laughs> it's the layers of, of insane decisions that led to this. Uh, for what seems to be no reason, like they didn't seem to be having a ton of fun doing it. Like there's, there's stretches of this where for like an hour, it's just a Kung Fu fight and no one is cutting to Dolomite saying something or dubbing over it in any way. It's just like, yeah, fucking let it run. And then, yeah. then we all like, you know. Well, I think they did. Someday I think die. When they, re- when they redid it, I think they redid all of the dubbing because some of the people have a consistent voice yes. throughout that is, yeah. they did the entire track. So, What's crazy is that they'll do that, you know, hour where there's no jokes or anything. There's no like little parody moments. There's no Dolomite in it. But that's still whoever got the Wu-Tang, whoever the Wu-Tang got to do this. That's still them doing this new dialogue to make yeah. this movie. So I don't they know just if that's wanted to make total like laziness or if like there were people in the production fighting to go different. Direction. No, we're going to make a straight Kung Fu movie. And then someone's like, no, we're going to be very silly. It had to and- be the latter because a lot of this is just dialogue structure everything is just like doesn't this fucking kick ass isn't this just a great straight up kung I fu movie i think that, that yeah there, there there was there was a tug of war they and they all just proceeded you know fired on all cylinders and just went full steam ahead without really settling the argument so it's like <laughs> half sincere kung fu action movie and half just completely silly yeah i mean it's so many things it's hard to make the argument that the sincerity one when you've got the evil ninja clan just speaking like colloquial LA Vato Spanish, like yeah. they're like, they're always like, all right, dude, this is for La Raza. Like they're calling people gringos all the time. And it's yeah. like, this isn't serious. Like, you know, it's not serious, but then it, they start fighting and you're like, this is deadly serious. Yeah, like the stakes are as high as they could possibly be. No one's laughing. People are straight up getting impaled. Like it's, it gets and really they will dark. forget for, for like half hour stretches of like, there will be nothing that breaks the immersion at all. Not a single word that breaks the immersion that this is just a nutso Kung Fu movie. Yeah. And then all of a sudden one will be like, take that bitch. And you're like, Oh, Oh, oh yeah. Right. It's the Wu-Tang <laughs> yeah, clan. I, I remember what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch Kung Fu? It was, uh, this movie predates that by four or five years, but it was a, a show where they took old Kung Fu movies and they had Biz Marquee and like random hip hop stars redub oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and thinking was... the wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like it rules in the one that I'm yeah, no, it was, thinking. It was completely fun. rules. And uh, it just shows how like the, someone saw Shell and Dolomite and they're like, let's do that, but like good. Yeah. And, and it, it's fucking good, but um, uh, so you basically have the idea of what Shell and Dolomite is. No one quite new and we don't but uh let's talk about it 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 opens Mm -hmm. with uh a guy doing kung fu magic and uh he's his name is tupac he's dressed in bones because um i think there was just the one role for black actors in taiwan in 1986 so you just you let some stuff go and so if they like hey buddy yeah yeah yeah. this guy's name was uh eugene thomas he was in a lot of taiwanese kung fu movies uh of that era bones is generous I have I have here his outfit uh, for a shell and dolomite fashion check. Uh, okay. He's wearing he's wearing three headbands, only one on his head. Uh, he's wearing a necklace of bone shaped dog toys that were yeah, very clearly rubber. Uh, a small plastic telephone. Uh, he's got a shredded sweater around his waist, and he has comedy and tragedy masks on each shoulder, spray painted yeah. gold. Right. So he's kind of like Dalcine. He's kinda. mostly nude, but with a bit of human remains and faces on him. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And and a little bit of a of play a little bit of play school. And these bones are like 
they're not small bones. These are like full femurs. Yeah, in, they're like child in the shape femurs. of a necklace. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're massive bones. Uh, but it, it obviously kind of rules. Like he, he he's like good at kung fu and a magic eyeball. He's he's in like a Indiana Jones style temple trying to like steal the treasures. Uh, that's generous. Uh, it's supposed to be like an Indiana Jones type thing, but it's right. Really, what it is is like a pop up kids funhouse. Like it's, yep. Exactly. I have those exact words. This is this is a, like a, a B minus carnival haunted house. Yeah, it's it's meant to be torn down and moved quickly. Like that's all this is fair. I just I really liked this vibe. I really liked that like did. a cartoon eyeball started glowing and it started no, shooting rules. arrows at him. Yeah, and then he dodges it, and, and I like that he used the force to open a door and then teleported anyway. Like he didn't even end up using the door. Like it was. I liked everything yes. right out of the gate. I think it's important to establish what magic is when we say doing kung fu magic in this movie. It means uh, just jump cutting them out of the frame uh-huh. and then teleporting in. Because everybody that's, does that's different why. magic, but that's it. That's the special that's the, effect. That's the first, like, is this Godfrey Ho? Because that's a, a pretty yeah, hard Godfrey Ho hallmark. Yeah. At one point, later on, I'm sure we'll get to it, but later on, one of the characters appears by just spinning. He just starts spinning, and then they jump cut him over and over again across the landscape like he's <laughs> <laughs> there's a cut from the original that uh, uh ninja the final duel where the guy starts he kills a guy and he starts laughing and then he teleports like 10 feet behind him and like starts laughing again and he, he like teleports like all the way over the horizon like that <laughs> it is so funny <laughs> uh, i took a clip here of um of this scene i'll, I'll play it now Zados! don't come closer tupac there's nothing for you here Leave now with your life while you have a chance. Yo, I came here to boost some shit. So back the fuck up before you get smacked the fuck up. There's nothing of value here. Bullshit. What's that? Not on your life. Kill me first, you bastard. Step off, bitch. <laughs> and maybe I'll spare your punk ass. Go on, beat it. Bastard. You dare have the nerve to insult the clan of the Wu-Tang? Why not? You ain't shit. It's a good point. So uh, <laughs> I right away, I, I developed a, a fear that ended up being like a well-founded fear that Tupac is a black man on screen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This voiceover artist is is not. I, it's, it's Topher Grace, if I had I'm to guess. I'm afraid you're right. Yeah, um, I was so, very concerned knew- that none of these people matched the the race of the person they were doing the voice of. And my, my first, my initial fear was that because this was a Dolomite project, at least on, you know, in name that this white VO actor was probably going to, at some point, try to drop an end bomb. <laughs> they <laughs> definitely are. The point when he does <laughs> is did, I, I wasn't surprised when he did it. I was surprised by how he did it. So we'll, we'll get there. But. We'll get there. <laughs> I was surprised when the, uh, the actual white people like on, on film, there's one thing to have like a black <laughs> yeah. character. You're supposed to believe it's a black man saying it, but also several white Kung Fu masters uh-huh. drop those, drop those end bombs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. In 1999, which I think mm-hmm. we're pretty, we're pretty well past the horizon. We, on We knew. Yeah. NWA as a group existed like 10 years before that. Like we, we all knew, where the hard line was. <laughs> and I've been to enough midnight screenings of uh, Dolomite movies around 1999 to know that his, his crowd was, it, it had a lot of white people in it. I, oh, yeah. I guess. 
So I could see one of like someone like me being, I'm a super Dolomite fan, like sitting down with worse judgment than I would have had and then, I, uh, doing what they did. I forgot to ask if you were involved with this project. I thought <laughs> at the time frame, I feel like there was a good chance like that you might have been. If you did Google Dolomite around this time, you'd, you'd get some shotbaby.com hits for sure. Yeah. I've got, yeah, and I, I go back with, uh, yeah, as a fan as well. I got, I got a, this is the only celebrity I've ever asked to have a picture taken with. Like, he's not In the only celebrity life? I've met my whole life. I've never once been like, let's get a picture. Like, no. I, but, I went to see Rudy Ray more live and I was like, I got to get in line and get a back scratcher and, and get a picture. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's, that's it. So I, I love this same. man, which will get, so we each tell have you a picture what, with Dolomite. Yeah. You got we're one brothers too? <laughs> because we're brothers. <laughs> um, so that when I say I don't like this film, that's, that's a strong, that's coming from a yeah. strong place. <laughs> yeah. They really had, to, they really had to betray you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, anyway, Tupac's stealing the uh, the Temple of Doom. There's like a bowl here that's very precious. Yeah. But but uh, in the text of the film, he's like just there to like fucking steal whatever. He's just like, I'm here. He doesn't to even know what shit. it is. He's yeah, just he's like, like that thing looks nice. Can I? Take I'll take that. Yeah. He's looking for kung fu copper in those walls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he found the kung rust? fu catalytic converter. Yeah. Was <laughs> that a stemless wine glass? I'll take that. No, not on your life, bastard. <laughs> uh, no, not then, the one thing in this room. Then they cut to uh, Dolomite, and all of my fears were made true back in 1999 when I realized they're just going to cut to Dolomite, uh, just fucking filming in his garage on vacation. Yeah, yeah. he's just so he's. I guess it's not his garage. He's like walking through a Buddhist garden and and like mocking the statues. I uh, have a clip of this. <laughs> The hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, look at this bad motherfucker. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, Ling King Tong had to sing this song, sing it twice to move on Boogie Day, <laughs> it's like it's like shit you say when you're alone at in the house, yeah. just like getting some milk. I'm going to get some milk, motherfucker. He's, he said absolutely nothing, but somehow it still sounds racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said that was pure gibberish. It wasn't even to the tune of anything. But you were just like, yeah. no, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. this is this is racist Chinese gibberish. This isn't good. <laughs> I can I can tell which direction your gibberish goes. It just he. They absolutely. They how how much do you think they paid him to have this little of a plan? <laughs> oh, There's no way he thought he thought about anything at all. He showed up. He did not know what was going to be in that garden. He was willing to do almost one take, uh-huh. uh, like yeah. a point seven five of a take, and he just. I mean, one of his lines is just, "Well, look at this bad motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> And, and then he, uh, what's he great did. is that that he originally said that like you can sort of see his lips this is all adr by the way yeah. but i think he's trying to adr to match something he said in the moment he's trying to remember what he said in the moment right. he doesn't always get it right no not even close yeah the whole movie is done even his parts are done so that he's adring himself to look like oh well like a bad dub but yeah you're right he 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 must reinforce that line he had to listen to himself say back i came up to the statue 
I tried to think of a joke, and what I thought of was "wah." <laughs> so I'm Old just King gonna Kong gonna sing his song "Galabala Buda Buda Ba 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 Ba," and I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna rewrite that. I'm just gonna try to get yes. a clean take of it. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's the best choice. Like if he would have tried, I think it would have sucked. Whereas what he did was like kind of magical. Yeah, uncaged Just let him. Yeah. Do his they sounds, you'll get the best take, you know. You get I thought in Billy Madison, like, Adam Sandler invented that just screaming gibberish thing. I thought that was very funny, but it's just something Rudy Moore did all the time. That's what, he did it in his sleep, yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam love Sandler's whole career to... is just a Dolomite impression. <laughs> a Dolomite would, impression would, nobody I, caught. I would change my entire opinion on Adam Sandler. Like, that man is a fucking genius, <laughs> given all the awards. Um, his, I like, uh, he continues his, like sort of racism he meets a a, a monk an actual yeah. asian man sitting there and he goes green greetings my yellow brother <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> i had to rewind that like five times he's not saying that is because audio is so oh, bad he, he said I'm it like, oh buddy uh i like when the guy's like uh hey let's play some chinese checkers he like really hits those words and that's when it hit me like oh my god this is a white guy doing this voice too uh-huh. And after he says that, and, and he's doing like Bruce Lee sounds, like when Bruce Lee's throwing a sidekick, like that guy, that's like how this guy takes a breath. And uh, then Dolomite, in response to Chinese checkers, goes, what kind of motherfucking shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, what a fucking amazing dialogue. It but seems anyway. in like a friendly way too. Yeah. Like that might just be how he asks what something is. Right. Yeah. Th- that's his way of saying, please explain the rules to me so we can uh, engage in this friendly challenge. What kind of motherfucking shit do we got here? <laughs> Ain't you got Candyland? But anyway, I'll give anyone $10 million if they can prove that the man doing the Chinese man's voice was Chinese. That's, that's <laughs> fucking on the there's table. No way. There is not. Yeah, there's not a single Asian or black person. Dolomite's the only black person in, in this voice cast, this voiceover cast. And right. there are zero Asian people in this cast. Right. Well, Jimmy Lynch probably did his own voice later. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he oh. Jimmy Lynch definitely. He was available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's sleeping. They couldn't Dolomite's actually get him to leave. Yeah, tour bus. He's, he's, still, he's still there to this day. <laughs> uh, so now there's a ninja attack. Uh, I don't know why we even should bother to go through the plot. Like I, I took notes on the plot, but uh, I did at a certain point in my notes, just say if they started the movie here, it would be more coherent. Like 45 minutes in, I'm like, just forget everything you've seen. And it, the movie makes more sense. But yeah. Uh, so the, this Kung Fu guy takes to the trees to battle all these ninjas and they call him a stupid gringo, but he's yeah, Asian. That was a red so, flag. Yeah. yeah and was, I'm like, that's, that was, that's established the, uh, the ninjas as like a, Latino gang, I guess. Right. But it's real it's dodgy. Like most guy. of the time yeah. they're like, hey, we'll kill you, bastard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bato. Yeah. You know, like they like they they don't they're not very consistent with it. Consistent with it. Uh he beats the ninjas and they leave, and there's a little fancy man in a box being carried by his sexy boys, and he goes, Y'all good. He's got a Hitler mustache. Uh again, like I don't know why I bothered to take these notes. That guy is not very relevant to the plot. Um, he shows he, up again, he, though, right? Yeah, he's like he with the ninjas later, at the end of the movie. Yeah, I was All confused. Was it a setup just to test this guy? Or I do. Think you know what? So. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, in the original, that's a bad guy. Yeah. There were ten hours for him to take his his good guy to bad guy arc. Yeah, he had, he had a fucking just just war and peace arc 
in this 10 hours of footage you'll never see. <laughs> I know that he didn't, there wasn't two silly Hitler mustache guys in the movie. That's the no, same guy, but he was definitely guy. with the ninjas at the end of the movie and he's I, being attacked by them in this scene. His little character. I'm sure extensive personal tragedy and a lot of moving, you know, speeches and scenes. Did he have his fall from grace <laughs> to side with the ninjas? Probably something to do hours. with the little, uh, the shiny boys that carry his, mm-hmm. his little, his little caravan. Yeah, I didn't realize Shaolin monks wore short shorts until then. Yeah, a lot of, lot of hot pants in this film. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Shaolin hot pants. <laughs> One thing this movie does well is that it makes sure that all the characters are recognizable. Because like Hitler mustache guy, you're like, there's only one guy with Hitler mustache. And uh, this movie, it does a good job of, of saying like, this is the guy who wears like a little Vanna White off the shoulder Kung Fu outfit. Uh-huh. This is the This is the tall, lanky guy. Like everyone has different hair and outfit that they stick to. So, you know, I didn't get lost with, yeah, with the characters. It was everything yeah, else. That everything else <laughs> fell apart for me. Yeah. And I knew was, like demon flute guy when his crew showed up, I knew, you know, what to expect. Yeah. Those guys in the original, uh, are fucking awesome. They're just like tiger men that climb around through the trees. There's so much footage that Dolomite could have used. That was awesome. Uh, they fucking rule in this one too. It's yeah. some sort of some sort They're of kung like, fu cyber goth that flutes flute commands ninjas. He's like a ninja pied piper. What do you want? Yeah, they, he controls right? like the the tremors version of ninjas. Like <laughs> hey, he controls fucking ninja graboids with a, with a flute. <laughs> you guys had graboids. I had Bugs Bunny in my notes. You had Bugs Bunny. Uh, Bugs Bunny's valid. Normally, yeah. What normally when you see like a traveling mound of dirt, it's like. Oh, it's, it's, it's groundhogs or it's Bugs Bunny. No, mm-hmm. it's fucking ninjas. It's yeah, no matter it's any ninjas. weird thing happening in nature. It's ninjas, fish, wait, wait. traveling dirt. I think we need to establish what we're talking about here. Uh, <laughs> Do we? It's ninja. It's ninjas. <laughs> it's, it's ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it ninjas. Picture a mound of dirt coming right at you. Get the fuck off our podcast. There is a, yeah. as much explanation in this movie for what we just said as what we just said. Like the, it, there's no explanation of like, oh, these ninjas must be. No, they're just there's like some little dirt mounds moving around, and then a ninja pops out. You're like, so, yeah, I accept this, or I don't. I'll take it a step further because I had already accepted it. I get that like ninjas have the power to like basically power dive through the dirt at high speeds, but the, the movie, the movie they breaks it upon themselves to it explain it. And they show with little, with little garden little, shovels, like quickly digging to try, like, this is how we do it. And it's like, I didn't need to know that. That's terrible. <laughs> they got little ninja shovels and that's, little, they're just digging as hard as they can. Is, what, is what's happening. They just show them just little busy bodies, just, just stroke it away as hard as they can. Several times evade. before that in this movie, they show the ninjas leaping into the air head first and flying through the air, like a, like human bullets. So you're like, yeah, okay. They, they're just they doing do. that. They did that in the dirt. Under yeah. the, under the dirt and they're like no 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 they have they have like your mom's shovel and they're just working as hard as they can is what's going on here uh in the original they also use those shovels as uh paddles to row uh spider creatures spider boats i guess you'd call them yeah fuck yes there were spider yeah. boats god spider damn it boats. now to, i didn't i wasn't prepared to hear about the movie that i didn't get now i feel like i've been robbed of, this, of yeah. a secret world you know it's i so guess fucked it's up that there's a better version of this without dolomite it's a it's a we, i don't know if it's worth doing but i guess we could explain how the fuck we get to the dirt ninjas but there's like a japanese guy prince right. sonata mm-hmm. who's the one that saved hitler mustache man from the ninjas he decides to go train with the Shaolin monks. Right. But he's like 
just fucking rules right out of the box. Like, yeah. I don't even understand what he's doing there. He's like, here's five animal style. He's like, got it. And he's like a master of it. And I was like, what? Why also, are we he here? Whips those ninjas asses way before. So it's not like Super he whips their easily. asses yeah. harder once he knows the Shaolin. You know what stuff. the Shaolin monks that he goes to train with don't do? They don't whip those ninjas asses ever. They get yeah, fucking true. murdered by them every single time. You learned a time. worse style. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why. That's why he got it so quick. He's like, yeah, this is basic shit. I'm sorry. I, I sailed across the ocean to learn your basic shit. Yeah. And when he does it, he's demoing all the animal styles. He's got monkey, cra- you know, all the, you, mm-hmm. you know. How I will say that there's a moment in that, uh, in that montage that, that bears some calling out, which is when the monk is showing him uh, a monkey style. And one of the mm-hmm. special moves of monkey style is to cup and juggle your enemy's testicles. Very- <laughs> <laughs> which My they favorite. don't do in the movie. I, I was really upset that they didn't. It wasn't like Chekhov's monkey ball jump. <laughs> In the middle of the monkey style, it uh, cuts over to Rudy Ray Moore, who says this. Oh, look at that shit. This motherfucker's out of sight. <laughs> and good enough, you earned your $50. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Rudy. And then uh, right after that, this dude poured his heart out, too. He's going as hard as he can. Just nailing every animal style and the monk that he's training with just when he's done slaps him on the back and goes good job (laughs) comedy beat give me a sword or something like you know let's (laughs) let's mark this occasion you know got it Uh, i I have in my notes i was trying to actually make sense of this i think all of this was a flashback because uh they're talking about being allowed to stay in the temple because they let dolomite stay and then while he's doing this flashback uh, the monk says, I remember the first time I fought the ninjas. And then they do a, a flashback within the flashback. And he remembers the time when uh, a Buddha statue came to life. And he goes, enough of your tricks. Show yourselves. And here's where I got like pissed at the fucking movie. And I'm sure you know what yep. the ninjas said back to you me. You have the clip though, right? I did not fucking clip this. Uh, okay. right. Well, uh, silly Abbott tricks are for kids. Yep. Yeah. The, See, so- I, I had it in my notes as like. I think that's why they did this. I think they mm-hmm. were watching some sort of footage and somebody came up with that line. Yeah. And somebody like, else who has not project. had enough good ideas in their life was like, Oh my God. Yes. We have Let's to do something. Do this is when you, this is when I realized that a bunch of dumbass film school students were the yep. ones behind this. Yeah. This is, you would not show that to Dolomite. You, you should expect an ass whooping. If you handed that joke oh, to yeah. Dolomite, he might make that joke. He is, not a coherent he, man in 1999. He's allowed like, to make that joke, though. Yes, he's he'll sell it. it. He'll say it better than that. 100%. He would at least put a couple motherfuckers in there. Yeah. And maybe some maybe racist some, noises. Yeah, maybe some like weird lip wobbles, you know? like the, <laughs> Yeah, he'll sell the joke that's just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I do like that they they use their ninja illusion power to make like a, a basically a, one of the Elden Ring bosses. The uh, yeah. big cat statue that just stomps after you. I was mm-hmm. like, I got some PTSD looking at this footage. <laughs> hate that fucking boss. I um, I wouldn't mind if every movie sort of cut away to Rudy Ray Moore like admiring something. Like if yeah. every movie just cut to him going, "Oh, look at that shit." <laughs> <laughs> you could totally make this movie. I mean, if you put all of the Rudy Ray Moore sections together, there's no way that's more than three and a half minutes. It's I think three that's and a half right. I think that's $250 on cameo. <laughs> I think you could buy five cameos, splice it into a movie and make just as valid an effort as was done with Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore in this movie. 
Yeah, just have him go in his backyard with the camera. Like if you, you know, my one request is if you could do this outside, that would be really great. You know, find some greenery, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make some racist jokes. He's like, <laughs> look at that shit. Your friend Terry said it was your birthday. Shit. I like the way you, the way you enunciate shit though. That's why yeah. he's the king. Like well, he's the best. Yeah. Uh, uh there's a fight later where uh he comes back in when when Prince is training and, and Dolomite's still there after like weeks or months. The passage of time isn't clear, and he goes, Oh, he's doing it. And I really like that. And then he's like just gone for a while. Yeah. I guess uh, it's I get important. It's relative, whatever is important in this discussion, but he's there with the monks because he's looking for Tupac. That's yes. his student. Uh, he was, he left to go train with the monks and now he's gone rogue. So he's just walking around like maybe 10 or 12 steps behind Tupac, mm-hmm. uh, who is currently at this point, probably inside a, an Asian woman who, yes. Who, oh, I can uh, actually real quick clarify something. Uh, Zach, you said you weren't sure if you knew if it was uh, important. It's mm-hmm. not. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Almost certainly I guess not. we're talking about what little motivation there is in this movie. That's he gets, there's no closure <laughs> part of it. to that story. There's, there's no closure. <laughs> I didn't all. think this love scene was gratuitous, though. Like it, t- They had to show how Tupac could fuck. Uh, uh-huh. What he does, he, he'll like... He grabs the boobs and then he rubs them vigorously, like a clinical uh-huh. type of like applying Vicks vapor rub. Like if yeah, your no, grandma she, had to rub Vicks vapor rub on your chest, it's yeah, very is, much like that. If, if she has a lump, he was gonna find it. Like it's yeah, definitely, this is mammograms back before like medical ethics. Yeah, this is. This is I like. Uh, he has a great "I'm inside you now" face. You know, there's a moment where he, he's like, she, you know, it's waist up, she's out of frame, and he goes, he goes, he makes that little like lip change where you're like oh he's he's in now that's what that means he sold it see what's Uh, great is i assumed uh this lady that he is is uh making sweet jack hammering love to is uh is from the credits because the credits roll at the start of this movie and somebody's credited as ninja ho yeah and uh, i was like oh here it is it's ninja ho i don't don't think that's that's her i don't think that's her i think there are multiple ninja hoes in this movie (laughs) I, uh, uh, I I will note, because this is a Dolomite film, again, in name, even though the Tupac is like in fantastic shape, uh, objectively more attractive than Rudy Ray Moore, this is somehow not as fun to watch than Rudy Ray Moore fucking somebody. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's Cavaletti? Keep my girls. Where's Cavaletti? Keep my girls. <laughs> the room That's never hot. fell apart. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, the room it's stayed no in jokes. one piece. Yeah. It's established that Dolomite gives head, too. So yeah. I think he, I think you've got to come up to that level. He has an album like named after that, you know, he's, yeah. he's dedicated yeah, to it. Often. At the end of the um, Dolomite love scene, he'll like get naked and jump down a hill. Whereas at the end of <laughs> this love scene, this is Tupac goes to sleep. <laughs> My God, it's true what they say about you black men. <laughs> Show is my sweet honey. <laughs> Let's get it on stud. Yeah, that's and then, they can't. They can't be a black guy. I, you, I, you, I, you see yeah. what I'm saying about Topher yeah. Grace, though, right? He's got that falsetto yes. Topher Grace. It sure is, my sweet honey. That's exactly what I sound like when I make the mistake of doing that voice. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we cut that you. voice every time. That's, we're we're going to you're going to reveal the twist at the end of this podcast and be like, that was. I yeah, was was, the whole time. I'm sorry. This is my <laughs> apology podcast. I love how she goes. Let's get it on, stud. And then leaves. And like, leaves. Yeah. like. Even the voiceover is is fucking wrong. But I also want to make it clear that 
it does seem like they're kind of trying to match the the voices. Like there's weird pauses, like you would see in a in a bad dubbing, as yeah. if they're trying to kind of. There's you mentioned earlier that there's sort of a joke about the ADR being bad, but I don't think they're. I don't think that's an intentional thing. That's not like yeah. A, <laughs> I never got the impression they were doing the. See, the I thought I thought it was so bad. It had thing. to be. It yeah. had to be on purpose. See, but. I I was confused about the extent of what this movie was. Like, I thought at some point while watching it that that certain certainly obviously they had cut Rudy Ray Moore's parts in. Like, he is removed from this movie by by camera quality in several decades and a country. It's, it gets very clear, but I also thought maybe they filmed like new scenes because there was right. It was, it was once we got to the sex scene, I'm like, oh, that's not. This isn't in the movie. Like, what, this isn't in a kung fu movie with him vigorously rubbing down those titties. That's like a like a Wu Tang thing. So I was trying to assume like, okay, if if you've added this part in, what other parts did you add in, and how did you di- do that? So I was watching for tricks the whole time, and I found like. I, I don't mean to spoil because we're going to get to it, but there's there's a another topless fight scene later. I'm like, oh, yeah. OK, yeah, that's not in the movie. You put that in. And so I started deducing like, OK, but you can track this actress interacts with this person and this person and this guy interacts with this other guy. So like I had this timeline I wrote down of of these are the people that were put in afterwards. They were these were all all of their scenes were spliced in by like the Wu-Tang Clan or whoever did this remix uh, to make this much more ridiculous. And then finally, towards the end, there's the big battle scene where everybody shows up together. And I I had to realize in my notes. theory was annihilated. Oh, yeah. my God. This <laughs> these, was all in the movie. Yeah, no, these kung fu movies were. I, I, I remember being a kid and being like, there's a chance I might get some some titty. And mm-hmm. it was a movie I never heard of. If Jackie Chan wasn't in it, I was like, there might be some titty in this movie. So OK, this are we is- going to have to jump ahead? Because it's not like you just see some titty in this movie. Like uh, well, the, the titties are used as weapons. They're weapons. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Like, they're, they're okay. There's no way should... you're doing that in fucking 1982. In, your kung fu movie. in, in these Kung Fu movies. Absolutely. Yeah. No, this is a thing. But, like, we should talk um, about our entrance before we talk about our titties because yeah, yeah, I'm sorry to jump. Just ahead. incredible. Just, they, so I guess she's disguised as the whole reason they wanted to kill the Abbot. Cause he has these unique beads. Right. And so mm-hmm. they take those beads so that she can disguise herself. She's like a shapeshifter. She could, store her soul or whatever inside the bead and make herself right. look like a little phantasm ball. And my first thought was like, Oh cute. It's like a phantasm ball. And then this guy's like, I call her phantasm. Like, oh, okay. So I'm not the only one that All thought right. that. Okay, good. So they throw this, like the ball and then a curtain comes out of the ball. And then like she front flips out from behind the curtain and then vanishes. And then the curtain kind of vanishes. And it's just like this barrage of special effects that don't work. Like, like it and looks how like long they're trying you, uh, shit. How long would you say that goes on for? Oh, 40, 40 19 minutes. 19 years. Yeah. <laughs> I got fucking hypnotized. I think they Manchurian candidated me. I like I yep. I was like in a trance and I could I lost passage of time. Like I had no idea what the <laughs> but fuck I was be, going on. I want to be very clear. It does not look like anything. It it it's ju- it just looks like someone edited a fucking film wrong. Like there's yeah. you're not she flip, like Sean says she flips out and then disappears. She flips out and doesn't land. It's like half yeah. the flip. She flips like up and then vanishes and then flips up again and vanishes. And then, you know, that happens 97 more times. Right. Like, it's not like, that I don't get like what, how it ended up. I don't get what they were going for. Like what was, yeah. what was the intent? Like, how did we start off with that? <laughs> no idea. I, 
All I, I all I know is that the sound guy was going nuts with that sheet. It does the kung fu movie thing where like anytime anybody takes to the air at all, they just get a a, a bedspread and just start shaking it into a microphone. And it's they went nuts with it on this scene. I think that's sort of why I was also lulled into a a, a trance like state because that sound was just kind of like unrelenting, and I was like, oh, "This is this is like ASMR. This is like kung fu ASMR. I'm I'm a sleepy boy." <laughs> so she she appears in uh, the prince's room and uh, she leaves the master's bead where he can see it. So he comes in, he sees the bead, and he's like, "Wait, this is like my master." I should say that earlier that that master got killed because um, a flute oh, the ninja, ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, summoned a bunch of tremors ninjas, which he easily dispatched. The ninja um, graboids, yeah. Uh, the pipe what? piper of the ninja graboids. We've discussed this. Everybody understands. Wait, can <laughs> we do a- can we do a dolomite a shell and dolomite fashion check for him because he rules? Uh, the pipe piper of the ninja graboids. Oh boys. yeah, absolutely. He's got a uh, white diaper shorts. <laughs> uh my dad's bathrobe a pink wig a tiki mask the flute of course and uh and my dad's black ankle socks so it looks like my dad was fucking <laughs> got interrupted got in interrupted. the middle of some mask fucking yeah. and came out of here looks- to be like are you guys playing ninja graboids can you fucking dad- Dad, your sex mask is still on. Yeah, and it's not a, a cool like ninja demon mask like you might be thinking. It's like blue with this like really off putting pink hair coming out of it. It just—he's a cyber goth. He looks, it looks like, like cyber a cyber goth. Yeah, it, it, a pervert though. Like when you go to the cyber sex club, he's there. That's like, a cyber that's, goth. Yeah, when we say pink yeah. wig, we, we mean like square ladies bachelorette party pink wig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this is that was uh, that was a Halloween costume. That yeah. Was, it's not tastefully done. <laughs> so uh, that guy also like brought his dead friend back to life and he like grabbed him. So the flute controls like recently killed good guys. Um, anyway, I love it. Cause he, this cause does when the not monk matter. walked it does up, does not come back up again. Yeah. There was a guy like <laughs> tied to the ground and he actually says, Oh, deadly ninja trap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm going to fall work. right into it. <laughs> it fucking didn't work at all. It will uh, be my undoing. <laughs> So, okay, so the prince sees this bead and this exchange happens, which I really like. Those beads. Master? (laughs) I screwed a guy to death so I could get those. Where did you get those? (laughs) (laughs) She just told you. uh... He doesn't buy it. He doesn't know what she's talking about. He's so innocent. She also did not screw a guy to death to get those. No, the the, the fucking... (laughs) Robert's dad got him. <laughs> uh, this is a great fight. So they fight and it's an amazing fight because yeah. uh, she, you know, Prince Sonata, like we said, out of the box, he just kicks fucking ass. He's, uh-huh. he's no joke. He starts beating her ass pretty handily. Uh, she realizes that. And so she uses his, uh, his modesty against him. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to, it's supposed to be because the other Shaolin monk comes in too. It's supposed yeah. to be some sort of vow that they've made, yeah. at least it's a, it's in, a monk, within the it's a monk issue yeah. of this temple, that they're not yeah. allowed to touch women. Yeah. Uh, so to take advantage of that, what she does is when he starts lunging for her, she rips open her shirt and bares her titties, and that stops and repels him like a magical force field. And uh, <laughs> if he's if he's not repelled enough, she starts shaking him at him, and yeah. that uh, the I'm guessing the titty shockwaves are are hitting him, are like mm-hmm. resonating. With his, with his, with whatever vow he took, and threatening to shake it apart. I can. Let me just read you the notes I took. Um, okay. 
They have a throwing star duel. He's too good, so she flashes her tits. He is paralyzed by Shimmy and gets slapped. Then he goes back to fucking her up. She takes off her whole top. He has to hide in shame. He lands a titty grab. That's uh, that's the and play-by-play. They, yeah. Oh, and, and then they, and they she, hit the ground. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You. She's a, she's a, she she's got top control and uh, pins <laughs> and his arms down and then just. Motor slaps. She mo- she forces a motorboat on him. Yeah, she does a back and forth. This is where the sound department like really got to shine too. They, they, every little slap has a sound effect with it. Yeah, it feels like the right sound too. I feel like this was the best work in the entire film. Yeah, it's like, like a wet little, bed sheet. Yeah, and hopefully you can see why at this point I'm like, all right, that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, right. no, this was silly kung fu. Like classic silly kung fu shenanigans. I thought that was funny, so they made a little scene. (laughs) I genuinely was like, "How the fuck did they do this?" Because this is the prince from the movie, right? Yeah, I was that same thing. Do this. I was looking to see if they were in the same like scene filmed, so you could see both of their faces. And I thought, "Oh, okay, I get it. There was an actual like pink purple ninja lady in the movie, and then Uh they've also got their own scene with a pink purple Mm. ninja lady." (laughs) Yeah, but it's flawless. But it's. It was, I was so, I, that's literally my notes a few times of like, this is such, they, they put in such good work. To you, like your, your line of reasoning started to make this movie, to give this movie way more credit than it deserved. I gave like, it so much credit up until the end. Like it's, <laughs> it's in my notes over and over again of like, okay, say what you will, but that was masterfully recut to look like it actually Yeah, they happened. got the film stock was the same. This is brilliant. <laughs> I really did. It was only at the end. It was only like one of the penultimate scenes of the movie where they all show up and then it pans very deliberately across them all that I had this realization of like, Oh, Oh my God, this was, this was all in that 10 hours. So this, this, this little monk buddy walks in and has maybe the best VO work in the whole movie. He does this like kind of genuine, like, Oh my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like he does a little chuckle and like, it's very embarrassed for him. And I was like, I like that guy, whatever yeah. else he does in the movie. He's, he's my favorite. Yeah. He gets kicked out of this movie fast. Ooh, yeah, I'm, he's I'm not allowed to touch girls. Is what he says. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't say like our monk, yeah. our monk vow or anything. Just I'm not allowed. They don't let me. <laughs> yeah. No one ever thought to take their shirt off and come in here because you can do anything. Just I don't. I can't do anything to stop you. Uh, the prince decides he's still going to fight her. It's it's funny because every one of his shots hit, hits her in the titty after she takes him out. Yeah. Uh, so it's they, like he he grew, he learned, you know, yeah. he, he got over it. The titty is your strength. The titty he, is also your yeah. weakness. He adapted, he evolved, he survived. Live by the titty, die by the titty. He kicks her <laughs> twice in the boobs and there's that's, there's just no other way to put it. They it's, jump over each other a couple of times. It's weird. And then he just sidekicks her in the tits. Uh, <laughs> and then my notes say topless ninja vanish because she just, topless she's gone. Straight off, boom, gone. Yeah. And I, the, the, the way the film kind of panned over to the monk's beads again made it seem like she was hiding in plain sight. But no, yeah, th- maybe. Th- nothing ever comes no, of that. No, maybe. she left. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, so now Tupac is, he's got these two sidekicks that we are meeting for the first time. And uh, I, don't know, I guess they're like, bronze men. are they like Aztec warriors? Yeah, or they look a little, I thought they were maybe Native American. I think they're just really bronzed up. Chinese men, if I Yeah, had, but I, I thought they were Taiwanese. Yeah. I think they're trying to make them look like, like, American yeah, Indian. they're supposed to be. Yeah, I, I don't know about American Indian, but they're supposed to be sort of otherized. Like they're not. Yeah, dressed, 
yeah. like anybody else in the movie. They're Tupac's boys, so they they didn't have any other black actors, but they were that they tried to get as close as they could. They're sure. like, this is the black crew. Uh, oh, and speaking of black crew, uh, he runs into uh, <laughs> the two monks, two white monks. <laughs> One's a Nike teenager, and the other is a middle aged bald man with earrings. I I, uh, I call him Kung Fu Rip Torn because yes, uh, perfect. <laughs> I just uh, in my notes he has a little crescent moon on his head so every time yeah. he showed up I just put down moon honky, moon honky. <laughs> yeah. Tupac says I hear you guys are white n-words uh, hard R which again yep. is this, yep. definitely so this is the a first time the, uh, the voice actor got to drop his n-bomb but on two white guys that's really why it was hard a little, R too there was like hard. a yes here I is how they respond you're going down G yo back what you doing here man you on the east side now, motherfucker. West side can't help you. Sorry, punk ass now. Brilliant. They drop an N-bomb right after that too, don't they? Yeah, I cut the end. Yeah, we, okay. to, we had to I cut I just couldn't remember. One. I couldn't remember. I, was, I wasn't sure. That will not appear. Uh, it's also oh, worth man. noting that they're called the tribe of Shabazz, which is like a, a nation of Islam thing. So yes. it's like they're the black gang, basically. All this. right. I don't know. It's. I think these guys had... All they, the only thing they knew about Kung Fu movies, whoever did the VO and the final production, is just listened to Wu Tang albums and that was it. Because I'm pretty sure like the Tribe of Shabazz got referenced in a Wu Tang yeah. lyric. That's, That's awesome. it. That's my theory. It's just, this is all. And it was 1999, so it was impossible to look any of this up. You just had to be Can't. like, yeah, I know what that is. It's a Kung Fu yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. I, I have here that like they kind of fuck up Tupac. Like they land a shot on him and they got some moves. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Tupac has to pull out the magic bowl from the earlier scene. And he when what happens when he has the magic bowl, he bangs it with a stick and then everyone's like brain explodes. Yeah. They're all See, paralyzed. This is the Power Ranger shit I was looking for. Yes. When this part starts, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, now we got it. Yeah. That Power Ranger is our special effect is your imagination and how hard you can pretend. <laughs> I do like these guys had a, a a wardrobe change, though. They got more. They, they had like another form that they mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're not strong enough. Hold on a second. And then they just do this graceful transformation like Sailor Moon style into their <laughs> tank tops. And, <laughs> super <laughs> Aryan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think they might have used their clothes too. They like unfurled in a maybe an attack, yeah, sort of way. I don't remember, but it was very cute. That's well, they ran away because no one can deal with this fucking bull. And here's what uh, Tupac says: <laughs> Get yourself some Nikes next time, you sorry apple-headed Zulus. Let's get some fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was a white guy who thought he was being clever. Like yep. that's just. Okay, that what, what exactly like, like, does he say there? Can can somebody give uh, me a clean take on that? Get yourself some Nikes next time. Ha ha ha. You stupid Zulus. Let's get some fried chicken. <laughs> Apple-headed Zulus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some fried chicken. Yeah, that's like some shit that like you would discover you're racist during an improv. They're like, yeah. he, that's like it came out of a, the voice actor's mouth. They're like, <laughs> oh my God, I need to fucking like reassess the darkness inside me. This yeah. is the no, this 10 is hours like... of raw footage from the uh, the Kramer stand-up. Like, <laughs> this was like it. somebody asked Steven Crowder, like, what do you think a black person really sounds like? And this was what he believed in his yeah. heart. This camera's off, I swear to God. Yeah. Go nuts. Yeah. Full permission. <laughs> no one's going to judge you. So we follow the East Side guys back, the Shabazz guys, and they're just yeah. dying. Like, they're still dying, like, long after they've been hit by it. And then a, a new girl comes, and she finger saves them. Uh, she does, like, the little ninja fingers. <laughs> 
Right. There's probably yeah, a better yeah, yeah. way to say that. Yeah, yeah, no. Did just read my notes. Was, uh, just read yeah. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to type a lot of my notes one-handed because I was holding the baby, and I yeah. wrote. Oh, okay, holding the baby. Finger okay. saves them. I probably wouldn't have if I had both hands to type. No. Uh, Your baby is I, learning this. <laughs> <laughs> Your baby's learning shell and dolomite. <laughs> They run into a guy with a coonskin hat, and uh, I wrote, He's Dave, oh, he's it's David Crockett. And he like says, no, I'm I'm actually I'm David Crockett. Crockett. That's yep. my fucking- I started, I started I, get, I, At this point, I said, why not? I was like, this is just mm-hmm. the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen now, when like yes. fucking Huckleberry Finn shows up or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, sure, why not? Don't care. It's funny oh, that yeah. we all sarcastically wrote down, oh, here's Davy Crockett. And then he's like, hi, I'm Davy Crockett. <laughs> I'm Davy Crockett, yeah. Yeah, okay. Does the timeline on that work? Like, I, I guess they're saying that Davy Crockett went on sort of a Batman journey to become the best fighter, like somewhere but, before yeah. the Alamo. But also, like, Dolomite's there, and it's just, if this is Dolomite, but, it, but it's not either, because they call him, like, Monk Master Rudy. Rudy. Of Monk Monk Rudy, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, because if he's Dolomite, then it's... It's 1999. <laughs> like yeah. he's clearly he's clearly 20 years older than when we first saw him as Dolomite. So this is, <laughs> I, I thought too much about it. I, the yeah. proud just, this is regular Davy Crockett. Young. Yeah, this is ancient, you know, uh, Taiwan or whatever. And this is where the Dolomites uh, originated. This is where they came. Yeah, from. he's playing his ancestor. That's what it is. I thought it was weird that he had a Chinese straight sword and not a Bowie knife. Yeah, I guess. That's uh, not, yeah, that's some. I have some notes. Uh, but anyway, he's a very good fencer. He sort of fights like a like a European saber fighter, and yeah. uh, he scares the ninjas off. And then he goes to the Shaolin Temple, and then he just jumps into a fist fight. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, thanks for coming in and doing a fist fight with us, Davy Crockett. You're one of us now." <laughs> there is a good brothers. <laughs> he kicks one of these monks, and the monk flies off screen. And then he just starts engaging with the other monk for a few, a good few seconds. And then yeah. it finally cuts back to the other monk landing. And I don't know if they meant to make it look like he kicked <laughs> that just... guy so fucking hard that he sailed for like five seconds. But it was, I thought it was this pretty badass. A, this is an important point because that happens more than a few times in this movie where they'll kick somebody <laughs> yeah. and they've got the wire work, but the yeah. wire work just keeps going. Like you think, you think <laughs> yeah. the wire work is going to launch that guy like 10 feet in the air. But they'll cut away, and that guy's still ex- clearly accelerating, and he's like, a, honestly, no exaggeration, like sixty feet in the air and accelerating. So, like, there's, there's no way off of that set that that man lived. Like, you're yeah. you fucking trebucheted an actual ninja into the sky. Think <laughs> how many people Robert Ty killed after ten hours of film, and then you got cut. Your death got yeah. cut, yeah. only to be mocked. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. They all I can think of now is that dude from Heart of Dragon that fucking jumped out of the restaurant, got hit by a car. <laughs> just, I love just this. Accelerating. Stuntman uh, Shaden Freud is, is good. Yeah. Um, so no, there's yeah. Uh, so They mentioned Dolomite so they, here. They're, they're saying, oh yeah, Monk Rudy of the clan Dolomite has been hunting Tupac with this girl. And now they have Davy Crockett and Dolomite. And I'm just like, this is a fucking movie now. Like I really, <laughs> I, on paper, I love this idea. And uh, Tupac is now allied himself with the ninjas and right which which they marked the occasion by saying viva la raza because that's okay. a common ninja phrase and uh <laughs> it's not clear why the ninjas need tupac though because every time the ninjas have fought the monks they do all right they've they're sure. they're they, they're like five and oh i think against the monks at this point yeah and, but uh, they got the they got the japanese guy 
They're happening. Oh, right. They Prince got Prince Sonata, Sonata now. Is now yeah. here, who knows a, a usable form of Kung Fu because right. the Shaolin apparently sucks so bad. <laughs> right. And they also so that's have why they, major ass. They have Rip Torn and Tony Kukoc. They got Kung Fu Rip Torn and, and his little, his sub, his bottom. Who, did you right. mean Moon Honky? Moon Honky <laughs> yes, and his bottom. Got, yeah, yeah. Moon Daddy Moon. and his little, his little Moon boy. Honky and Kukoc. So uh, <laughs> it, cuts, it cuts to a drunk guy uh, falling oh, down to the sound of someone Jim- else mumbling. Jimmy Lynch. And this is Jimmy Lynch. Everyone uh, knows Jimmy Lynch from Human Tornado, where he played Mr. Motion, the guy who got about 4% of the lip syncing right uh, in a musical performance where he humped the crowd. He was wearing an orange jumpsuit that had an Andre the Giant top. He played uh, this character in the first Dolomite, too. He's basically yes. just Jimmy. He had his little scene where he got to stumble around and be drunk. Yeah. Um, this is what he does in like every Rudy Ray Moore movie, basically. I will yeah. say at uh, at this point, I lost a little bit of what was happening because I have uh, I had captions on, which were not helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had them set to English, and okay. for some reason, <laughs> uh, for some reason, this broke. Like trying to get his dialogue here, his drunken, I couldn't handle Jimmy's. Uh, it switched to Spanish. It was like, oh, no, no, I got this. This is Spanish. Yeah. Dude, that's more racist than anything in this movie. <laughs> so it, it, They're it, like, it this dude's me. not even fucking English-speaking drunk. <laughs> it, it told me, he said, ano, hey, pero mira, que de rey. And then it thought what okay. he said was musical notes for a little bit. Wow. And then it thought he ended the scene by saying, leg, 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 a leg. And I, <laughs> then for the rest of the movie, it would not switch back from Spanish. <laughs> so it... It, uh, I mean, <laughs> half the cast, the ninjas are a Spanish-based gang, so they are Spanish. Know. But at the movie, like it was struggling with these sub with these subtitles, and then all of a sudden, it was like it clicked on the scene. It was like, oh no, this is all Spanish. You'll never fool me again. You will not switch back. And the uh, the only upside to that afterwards was that uh, it referred to all the ninjas as ninos. Oh, the Ninos. I, I should make it clear to your audience because they're never going to watch this movie, right, guys? Like, you're never, you don't watch this. Watch they, this they, movie, um, it rules. But when the ninjas, when I say they're speaking Spanish, they sound like Tupac's voice actor. They're not trying to, like, yeah, like politely speak Spanish. They're like, all right, my, my gringo, this is for La Raza. You know, they have the exact same inflections. It's, it's all, yeah. it's all very insensitive. It has a mean spirited uh, racism. Yeah. To it. The Jimmy Lynch fight. Oh, hold on. Before maybe that, my, I have a clip oh, okay. that might make sense of uh, ah, right. Robert's subtitles. Hey, my friend, look out. Look out. Look out. I, I turned. I'm trying to get back where we last night. Sam the Spill. You motherfucker, you out here in these woods begging? You ought to get your ass a job. You know it's ninjas everywhere. You're my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. You know it's ninjas everywhere. It's ninjas everywhere. Yeah. Fuck That's, God. You know, whenever yeah. I was looking for a job, I got tired of hearing the same fucking thing. Yep. Can't be in this Why neighborhood. Don't you have a job yet. Don't you know there's ninjas everywhere? <laughs> well. Uh, um, yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> This is a, so he, so this he is new attacked. footage. Yeah, yeah, he gets attacked by ninjas, and since they filmed this later at a later date, they they're different ninjas too. They're not mm-hmm. Taiwanese kung fu movie ninjas anymore. These are like ball ninjas, you know. And right. Jimmy, and Jimmy is too drunk to know how to lose. Up. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> this is a good drunken master fight. I was kind this of impressed so by Jimmy's much. fucking kung fu fight. Yeah, this is so much more competent than any Dolomite fights. <laughs> Yeah, like no he joke. He does it perfectly. Does the falling down attacks yep. just right? That was 
Yeah, they stole a lot of happy. choreography from Drunken Master One. Like they, they stole they, the uh, soundtrack too. If you could hear it in the background, there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dolomite! <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone does a training montage, it's Jackie Chan's Drunken, the first Drunken Master movie oh, training amazing. montage music. Uh, so where are we at this movie now? I guess the the topless purple ninja lady is now leading a ninja attack on the temple. Like the, uh-huh. we don't see Jimmy again. That Sam the Spliff, he's gone. He just beats um, the fuck out of a couple ninjas and then stumbles yeah. off into the woods, pre- presumably to get a job. Or, I don't know. <laughs> to, to get a job so he can stop uh, get getting attacked by ninjas out here in these yeah. woods. Steady income is the only protection you got. But uh, what a fucking ragtag crew that would be if they had Jimmy Lynch, Drunken Master, Davy Crockett, Rip Torn, Moon Honky. <laughs> <laughs> what Dolomite. St- the the starting center for the 1998 Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the fights are they're they're better than they should be. Uh, I guess like but they're, they're, they're just so fighting. fucking they're exhausting. So long. This they, is like one kind of thing that, that. Go ahead. What's that? I was just gonna say oh, that, that that stiff and deliberate style of like yeah. Cynthia Rothrock fighting, but but like exactly good, very but competent, but it's just yeah. by the numbers, and there's no evolution in in stakes. Like one thing I, that. I think Jackie, what I loved about Jackie Chan growing up was that he understood that every scene had to sort of outdo the previous one. Like mm-hmm. they had to have a reason to exist. Right. And then he kind of just started to feel that way from movie to movie as well. He's like, I have to, I have to constantly outdo myself. Um, yeah. Cause until he finds I think himself I've, running down a goddamn building in Rotterdam. Yeah. <laughs> he has to his life. And, like uh, I have let I some remember, things get out of control. Yeah. These fights, if you, without any sort of like, end goal in mind or like, you know, cool gimmick or theme. It, they just will never end. And they don't, they fucking don't. Yeah. This is, there's an hour left in this movie and it's just by the numbers, Kung Fu fighting. Yep. Basically just this one fight fucking. Yeah. This battle and, royale. And, yeah. And looking at the, the, the file, I'm just like, Oh my God, I have another hour of this movie. Yeah. And, and this is the climax. Like I, I can tell like, this is it. This is the climax. Every character just kind of came out and started taking turns fighting each other. Yep. And Everything's for, on the line. Um, I don't, there's nothing really, I don't have a whole lot of notes for this because there's not anything remarkable that really happens in these fights other than like Tupac activates his elite, you know, dark skinned yeah. warriors. I think he controls them by like like whipping wet basil at them. He's got yep. some plant based. I know, have that in my notes. A little splash of herbal water. So like uh-huh. maybe they're plant. Maybe they're plant men. It might be plant based. Yeah. yeah um, they, he's they a druid. Do, they do die, and he turns yeah. them into metal men. He resurrects them. He does some necromancy and turns they them are, into a gold and silver man. They um, are carpenters and they are workers. They are not tomato warriors. I you know that movie? Like how Can you name that movie. I can't. No. Return of the Killer Tomatoes starring George oh. Clooney. <laughs> I do like what he, the resurrection process for these, these unkillable golems is shaving their hair. Like he, <laughs> right. he scalps them. Basically he puts little, he has these smoking like uh herbal stick. I mean, uh, what do you call them? Incense sticks that he throws into their scalps. And then the, the frame cuts and they just have like male pattern baldness all of a sudden. <laughs> and then they turn gold and silver. Yeah. Oh, you're ahead. I do have some notes on the fight before that because uh, they're all kind of fighting, and then Tupac shows up and he hits his bowl, and they're like, "Okay, it's over. Everyone's brain's going to explode." But then uh, Utasha, I think, is the girl's name. Yeah, Lady um, Wu or whatever her name is. Yeah. Right. She starts ringing a little bell, and the little bell counters the bowl, and so people are like, 
you know, extra noise counters it. And, and uh, uh, real quick, uh, how long would you say that goes on for? Oh my God. 92 minutes. At least, at least 92 minutes. Too long. Dude, it, the, the sound answer. of it was like driving me fucking crazy. And I skipped ahead. They yeah. do to Did the film's credit, when, uh, they cut when, away from it, but it's like two solid minutes of bell combat. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but then Tupac says, nobody steals my shine, bitch. Fuck you and your mama. <laughs> I didn't pull a clip of that because my impression's so good. Uh, it's somehow blacker. Yeah. Like I'll it doesn't it have any you. right to be. I'm, I'm going to give you an NAACP award for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Represent. Uh, I, let's see. He's way too tough for her to take in a real fight. Um, but everybody else in the movie can take Tupac when he's got no bull. Like he's really not like that indomitable of a, vil- a villain. He's he's uh, tough, but he uh, yeah he without the bull he's 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 beatable. Yeah. He's human. But uh, but basically they all he he's just on his last legs. He's almost dead. Everybody like runs away for for no reason. Uh, can I uh, then, can I read you my notes real quick? Oh please, I'm, I, it's about a paragraph. So bear with me. Okay. Uh, my actual notes. Just forgive the. Uh, it's just you know rough notes as I was watching this. Uh, but hey, here we go. Uh, Davy Crockett must be in the actual movie because he's in scenes with the white guys who were in scenes with Rutasha, who was in that scene with the monks. Now, Davy <laughs> fights Ninja Master here, who fights our main character. I'm starting to think this is all in the movie. I guess, I guess, uh, Tupac is original footage. I think so. Holy shit. If he's not, does that mean the sex scene was real? The titty fight can't be real. That can't happen. That can't happen. <laughs> I love the real-time unraveling of your theories. <laughs> all your fucking notes, all of it came apart. You can see, I wasn't kidding. I was tracking like scene by scene going, I can figure out, you know, which, nope. Yeah, I feel like you had like a Pepe Silvia board with like yarn connecting uh, thumbtacks. It all just started falling away as I realized I was just looking at the real world. <laughs> you just ripped that board down to the ground. Um, so anyway, they leave Tupac for dead. Uh, at yeah. this point, and uh, he gets up with his last breath and he walks over to his sidekicks and he's like, you useless motherfuckers. And he gives them Buddha palms and that kills them. They turn into spinning ghosts. Then he leaves and he screams, I'm the man. I'm hot shit. I'm king of the voodoo. <laughs> uh, side note, how long would you say the spinning ghosts last? Uh, it uh, lasts a long time, but six it minutes. comes in parts. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Five sets of a minute 20. Yeah, they just, there's, there's just ghosts spinning over their corpses for a good five minutes. <laughs> too long so, is the correct answer. Well, <laughs> yeah. You want it to come in at a tight two hours. So they laid, they left in some extra spins. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, the next scene, they, they, we go to the good guys recapping. They have one of my favorite quotes. I just want to make sure you don't miss it, which is they're all like sitting there thinking we're outmatched by these ninjas, which no, you aren't. You fucking whipped yeah. their asses in that last scene and you're you just okay. kind of left. For no yeah, you got to two tap those ninjas. Get the fuck out there! And <laughs> but they're they're planning, war. and how they plan is they talk about planning. And one of them says they must use their brains, and the other says, "That's right, we need to plan a very good plan." And that's the end of that scene. <laughs> they did, they had a great plan. Fight everybody one by one, two by two, whatever. Just we for whatever nice like shit I've been given the, the VO people that put this together. That's some good writing. That's pretty fun. It is great. I do want to talk about editing real quick because we skipped over earlier uh, when that one. Monk recognized the deadly ninja trap. He actually killed a bunch of the ninjas first and then they reset the fight. So, but that was the only time where that happened where like there's a clear error in the editing where someone like fucked up and put like 20 seconds in the wrong spot. Um, (laughs) But like 
there's a lot of stuff like what we just talked about where like, oh, wait, let's do a plan. And they probably should have included a plan and they didn't. But uh, for the most part, uh, it feels like a lot of these are deliberate decisions. Like let's have these fucking ghosts spin for five minutes was not like a, oops, somebody forgot. Or maybe they did. Yeah. There is precedent for it. Uh, so now he makes the metal guys. He like resurrects these, these guys as uh, like metal Metal Kung Fu guys. I have a yeah, they're like Street Fighter Aztec villains Golden. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Get me a couple of ninjas out here. <laughs> I want to show you what these metal motherfuckers can do. I'm going <laughs> to show you real good. You do realize they may end up dead, right? I do. <laughs> I do. I accept these terms that, yes. for these other men's lives. They end up really dead because these guys in the testing phase, like fucking feed on the necks of the dead ninjas. Yeah, they're like vampire zombies. Yeah. So I legitimately love how they did that. How they how they pulled yeah. that off, which is that it wasn't that these these guys eat flesh. Like the golems themselves in that scene did not realize they eat flesh. Like they didn't right. know. They, they learned it, yeah. Like, oh, they learned shit. that. What we learned we? that with them as they killed the ninjas, and then one of them's like, "Fuck it, I want to." It, it was really good acting for for the yeah. moment, which was, "I want to do something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, God, I really want to do it though. Is it eating? Is it biting that ninja?" And then he bites the ninja, and is like, looks to his friend, like, "Fuck yes, it's biting the ninja." And the other's like, "I shouldn't." Gives a perfect look of like, "I should not eat a ninja, right? I shouldn't like, eat but a ninja." I'm going to though. I'm gonna eat that ninja. I'm gonna eat this ninja. <laughs> It's like, even for this movie, is it too much that we're also vampires? <laughs> and then the movie decided that, yes, it was, because it doesn't come, it doesn't back come up again. again. It does yeah. not. They're just regular kung fu golems from this point but forward. But the side, which makes it so much crazier that one time they each ate a ninja. And decided, <laughs> yeah. They're like, bro, can you believe we did that? We just fucking that was, ate that guy's soul. That went too far. We got to get that under control. Yeah, like, let's, <laughs> let's not let that Because this whole time again. I was worried, like, dude, Davy Crockett better watch out. These guys might eat him. And yeah. Yeah, that, that, I didn't have to worry about a thing. So now they, in a, it's almost like a Robert Rodriguez style, like fuck it type situation. They all just show up at the same spot for a final showdown. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a heavy regulated tournament, maybe. Yeah. They send out like chosen first yeah. wave, like a first, uh, like a first seed, you know, like, all right, you guys yeah. up. So it's the, it's the white guys, uh, Kukoch and uh, Moon Honky, and they are no match for the middle motherfuckers. And they're all like watching like, oh, Jesus, these guys are like immune to sword and stick. Um, they cut to the prince and he's kind of feeling up his like chakras. Yeah, he's like he's doing like, his like, uh, I, I couldn't tell if he was like studying the golem men. Like, oh, maybe that one. I thought that's what he was going for. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the titty ninja reappears and they send an all new monk. There's like this whole new guy that fights her. Yeah. Uh, and he's the only new guy that the good guys get, whereas the bad guys get like two new a metal new, guys which and they get like a new mask demons too like new yeah. flute guys yeah, yeah there's a mask demon alters although then yeah. they're i will say they got the perfect the good guys got the perfect new monk i think they went through their ranks and were like yeah we are completely helpless to this ninja who fights us with their tits and they one guy raised his hand and it's like i kick vaginas yeah, yeah, he's like, I, I, I actually have been bank. reading hentai this whole time. I have been observing the rules for like for one single solid minute. He does like, kick her I'm in good. the vagina until she dies from it. Yeah, that's how he fucking beats her. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I, I, in my notes, I made it. I, I decided that this was crazy to me because I thought we already had a climax. Like the film already had the final fight, and yeah. then everybody left, and then made recruits. 
Like they fucking brought in more people and then had a second climax with extra people. And I just thought that was fucking crazy. I made a note of that. And this uh, is uh this is a good 30 minutes. So this yeah, is like the last hour going. of the movie is one big climax. Then this like weird, like Gollum man creation scene, which is kind of a fight still. They fight. Sure. And then this next 30 minutes of a, uh, of a final showdown. And there, there's a lot of weird moments here where it's, they're, they're trying to make it seem like a giant, like chess match, right? Like, so one guy will like throw some beads into the air and then someone else will throw a bead and it'll be like, Oh, bead cancels bead next matchup. Yeah. And it's Davy Crockett fighting four ninjas. And they're like, Oh, okay. That's a fair fight. Next match. Uh, Davy, Davy Crockett's got to fight the, the metal man. He's right. He does. eventually. It, ter- fight it the turns metal out man. they are not, they're also immune to plucky frontier whimsy. So he doesn't do very well. Against <laughs> yeah. They're immune bends. to sword, but their one weakness seems to be, and I, I think this is a little antithetical, is that when Prince Sonata jumps in after David Crockett loses because they're immune to sword, he's like, but you're not immune to kicks and just kicks them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a thing. It's not like a thing that he realizes. It's just like. There's like, oh, water like stiffens it. Nothing. It's just just different Kung Fu. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I've made made an observation that you are not immune to kicks. Well, everybody (laughs) tried to use weapons against them before that. I get that. You know what? I'll give that to him. That makes sense. Nobody tried just kicks. They tried. Uh, Tupac tears the chest out of Tony Kukoc and uh, uh, Moon Hockey goes, God damn you! So they like completely forgot to do that East Side lingo that they were doing all the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, so this is what felt lazy. It's just like, did you guys just take an hour of original footage and not dub it? Like, it's fucking... I think... The- because I started to tune out at this point. I'm yeah. pretty sure they did too. They're like, dude, yeah. this fight is too 100%. fucking long. I cannot follow it at all. And can my, you imagine watching this two or three times in the editing bay? Just no. <laughs> absolutely not. My notes here just say, it's real, it's real, it's all real. How much time did I waste? <laughs> How much time did I waste tracking all this? <laughs> Your whole Pepe Silva, Sylvia board just tear it off the wall. <laughs> yeah. It had to be an hour. It had to be an hour of time I wasted just... I wish Dolomite just broke, ripped a hole open in reality. It was like, you were wrong, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So then, but Dolomite's here watching. So he is over, they're in a valley, but he's looking up at them and it cuts to him and he's like, uh, which makes it look tiny. It makes it look like he's really tiny because we haven't seen him. Maybe he shrank. (laughs) He, maybe he's hiding in the grass blades. It's one of his powers. Because yeah. we don't see him next to like he any honey I shrunk the kids himself. For greenery. So he might have been really tiny this whole time. Right. Tiny, tiny <laughs> shell and double Never find me. And he's not commenting on how great it is. He's commenting on fucking the tedium. He's like, knock one of these motherfuckers down and another one gets up. Like he's like, this is just too much of these little guys. <laughs> he even repeats then, that later and says, 10 yeah. up and 10 down, these little motherfuckers is coming round and round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dolomite's sick of this shit. You paid him $250. It wasn't enough. <laughs> it should have supposed to be over by now, God damn it. Seriously though, just cutting to Dolomite on the couch, getting frustrated by the Kung Fu movie he's watching would be the best show. I would I would love watch that. that. Yeah. And it happened and here, which technically is why it what rules. we're watching. Yes. They just needed more of it. Yeah. They, they needed way more of it. Add yeah, ten but, minutes more to this fucking two hour long movie and just make mm-hmm. it Dolomite shitting on it. We're yep. good. Uh so then God, Prince throws some beads at the metal men and they melt. Then he goes off and he's helping hat guy fight Hitler stash. Because they're also in the mix. There's yeah, like they're 50 there guys we haven't yeah. talked about. Uh, and again, this all should have worked. This is a ragtag team versus a ragtag team. And each of them just keep adding to the ranks for the whole film. 
And it's a movie where all the scenes are just basically one big fight scene. And then Dolomite fucked around with it and he's in 2% of it. So anyway, I, I say should, but it did. It ruled. Brockway's right. This movie rules. Uh, I talked myself ass. into it. Couldn't deal with it. <laughs> oh, I, I do think something. At one point, uh, Tupac throws some like sonic rings into the air as one yeah. of his attacks. But Scarf beats sonic rings. So the, the oh, ninja every girl time. Like, hit yeah. the... Which I love. So many of those scenes are like, okay, it it's clear that Robert Ty like, planned some of these as like, these are your moves or these are some sort mm-hmm. of callbacks because this is the... It's billed as like, this is finally it. It's the scarf's big moment. Right. You've been waiting to see this scarf rally, but it's the first time you've seen that scarf and you're like, fucking, I'm not psyched for this. And it keeps like doing these jump cuts to back to like, can you believe the scarf is coming out? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I met the scarf, man. I don't, yeah, I, there was I, a whole other movie where people told her like, you know, the scarf's never going to work. Let it go. You know, there's, <laughs> right. a, there's a better way. Like I've got a sword. I think it's a lot better. Yeah, scarf. I did so uh, lie when I said that Dolomite was done. He comes back in one more time. Uh, when everyone starts jumping around, Dolomite says, uh, I, I want, hold on, I want to make one thing clear. Dolomite is vibrating and wiggling and screaming. <laughs> and then they've taken that footage. And then Dolomite says very calmly, bitch is flying, blah, 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 blah. But somebody you can't understand ain't got nothing on them, baby. Oh, While he's just going, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> like, <clears throat> it's amazing. Yeah, it's like this movie's version of like Porky Pig saying that's all, folks. Yes. It's it's fantastic. Whatever he said, it was 10 times more than that. Also, I don't know what he said. (laughs) He's having fun, though. Uh, Something, before we continue, one real quick, something I forgot to mention uh, towards the top is that when one of the first scenes where the uh, our our younger honky that has just gotten his tits ripped off, when he was first introduced to the YouTube captions were still working and they thought his name was careful white Smith. And I thought that was <laughs> careful white Smith. I like that. I, I thought that, that was kind really of, I wish you would have said that earlier. That, that I forgot that to bring his it name up this I'm whole time. So yeah. much better than Tony Kukoc. Yeah. I still like Tony, but my name's careful white Smith. <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu Riptorn and careful white Smith. <laughs> Such That's a, a perfect name. Power couple. Yeah. Uh, this it. is like so this movie on paper rules like everything we described rules mm-hmm. like I yeah. would love to see this anime or whatever like fucking put Tony Jaw in it I'm I'm in but like I was just fucking bored so to bored tears it's only, I was so fucking bored I'm like, telling I, you this movie fucking kicks ass like this movie rules <laughs> you're all you're all wrong for thinking it I'm doesn't so glad you appreciate it the I'm, only I'm happy. problem with it is that unlike every other kung fu movie that's ever been made it's two full hours long. If this movie was yeah. 70 minutes long and all of this Dude, happened, which it could. I would love this movie if it was 70, 70 minutes. It long. absolutely could have been 70 minutes and you would have lost yeah. nothing. Like there's, there's not even, because you could have kept all the madness in here and just cut like, cut up the two minutes out of the bell fight. Like, you could have, you could have cut the, the, the second climax, like, or you know, cut the first climax, make the second one the final climax, you know, because you got the sonic rings and the the, the sure. golem men. Yeah, uh, you know, you know what happens too when you cut it down to seventy five minutes, your dolomite to not dolomite ratio goes up, mm. just goes up. you know, without changing anything with dolomite. That so. means Here's we need idea. to recreate screens, green screen yeah. and dolomite. Have him walk onto the set. Yeah, <laughs> it can look like shit. That'll only make it funnier. Yeah. <laughs> just get yeah. some footage of him for like his stand-up acts and just like cut it in. <laughs> we need to kickstart another version of this, like the hot yep. dog remaster of the remix of the remaster of the abandoned footage. Of I feel like your your audience would super support that featuring yeah. Dolomite. 
I don't know how we're going to do that, but AI trainer. Oh, there we you did go. it with Wilford Brimley. We could do it with Dolomite. The, the science is there. We have the science. <laughs> Absolutely. The for, yeah, the first ethical, the first ethical choice. <laughs> so uh, Davy Crockett's now fighting Tupac, uh, and this is like kind of actually set up. You're like, oh, this is the this is the fight. This is the good guy champion versus the main bad guy, deadliest warrior, Davy Crockett versus Tupac. Uh, so then, uh, do you guys remember that show? That was one of my favorite shows. Deadliest Warrior? Absolutely. Fuck, I love that. That was like ninjas versus Native Americans and shit like that. Is that yes. I think yeah, Ninja yeah. fought Spartan on the show, if I remember right. Right. Um, I just, the, the experts they brought in were just always cracked me up because they were just, it was like watching their whole reality get smashed because everything they believed was just fucking nonsense. Right. <laughs> Like, this really weapon like would not kill a man. <laughs> right? They're like hacking at old old ham, and they're like, mm, well, you're fucking, <laughs> your, uh, your little mall sword broke. Like, oh, this isn't the way. This something oh, went wrong. What? Right, but they're, when a mafia guy would totally be a Navy SEAL. They all run in and they kick Tupac, and- uh, They all run in and they assemble to him. Yes, they like they form Devastator around Tupac, <laughs> and he squirts a bunch of water. Uh, wait, you know what? We're skipping ahead. Because first he makes his hand metal. Right, And right. the ninja girl says, careful of his golden strike, it's lethal. Don't let him get near you. And he is fucking blowing craters in the ground with karate chops. It's awesome. The effects are 10 <laughs> out of 10. It just looks so, so fucking sweet. I cannot believe Robert Ty cut this from a movie and just left it on the floor for Dolomite to find years later. And then they all form devastator around. They just hit their ideas. Get him. And <laughs> That's the <laughs> ultimate move. Is they, they form an Those involuntary right? vulture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just instantly works. Like there's yeah. no struggle. It's just like, well, I'm fucked. And then he dies. Yeah. And they, uh, she sticks her hand clean through his chest. Just fucking knife hand chops him. Uh, A lot of people. That was the only way people in this movie died. Was like yeah. knife hand through the you chest. There's like five deaths in here, and they all died that way. Well, that one lady died to crotch kick, so that's right, right, right. And I guess that guy got vampire. Eaten, yeah, a couple uh, of ninjas yeah. got eaten. Everybody else got knife hand speared, though. Yeah. Uh, so he dies because of that, and that's that's the end. That's it. Uh, and then Dolomite pops in. He has something to say about four seconds different from when his mouth said it. And uh, I have a I have a clip of that. Call him a I'm bonafide energized. And qualified. Yes, whenever there's a killing fight, I know I'm gonna win it. I fuck up a motherfucker every 15 minutes. I caught a star traveling a million miles a minute, slowed it down to the state speed limit. I had the elephants roosting in trees and the motherfucking ants wearing DVD. That is that is the final word of the movie. <laughs> I think I think he was basically just saying that uh sexually aroused by what he just witnessed yeah uh, i totally didn't get the last line but something about elephants and then uh ants and, then and dvds like i bvds yeah i thought it was dvds, DVDs. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the uh, ants are wearing underwear yeah DVD that, underwear. i think you put i don't underwear. think i don't think dvds existed at that in that year so i'm not sure what he did to the elephants I love that the very last, I mean, the very last line of this is Dolomite making his horse noise. And then they just cut, hard cut to the yeah, end before he's cut. even finished it. He just starts leaving. He starts walking off the set like that's exactly as much time as you bought. And they're like, shit, cut. And yeah. <laughs> like, okay, bye. I guess bye, Dolomite. Yep. No music to the credits. Just no. Total silence. End it. I did. So we got the credits now and I actually tried to do some research here. I tried to look up Robert Taijitsu 
Academy. Yeah, which, they supplied which, the ninjas. Which <laughs> in the credits, the they actually said ninjas, the words, the exact words, <laughs> ninjas, ninjas supplied by supplied. Robert Taijutsu Academy. They uh-huh. had a ninja wholesaler for this <laughs> they movie. Did. There was a guy, ninjas, we got him. We got tall ninjas, short ninjas. <laughs> we got ripped dark tall ninjas. ninjas. Yeah. We White, got hockey purple, ninjas, yellow. moon hockey ninjas. <laughs> moon hockey ninjas. You want a Davy Crockett ninja? You got it. That can't um, be done. Get out. <laughs> Fuck out of my office. Just kidding. We got 10 of them. <laughs> Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. There's nothing so tragic as when the young die before the old. Here at Hot Dog Space Camp, we know that all too well. A moment of silence, please, for the late Hot Dog Space Class, 2023. Three Finger Louie. Aaron Croston. Adrian H. just wanted to see the stars. Buck. We told her that's not how it works, but she was a dreamer. Aiden Mouet. Alpha Scientist Java. Unandy. Armando Nava worked hard, partied harder, and, they say, died the hardest. Badger. Benjamin Cyronin. Bim Talzer. Brandon Garlock. Brian Saylor was the first to suggest they steal a real rocket, but we're trying not to place blame here. Brianne Whitney. Rockway loves the meat pilly. Still does. Barry Tumac. Cyril was the one who actually stole the rocket, and it's his fault. Chad. Chance McDermott. Chris Brower. Curious Glare just wanted to smell space. Devin the Rogue Supreme. Dean Costello. Donald Finney will never forget your tragic last words. Ghost Rod the Whip! Eric Spaulding. Fancy Shark. Jellaho deserved better than to be torn apart by space apes. But he did bring those apes up there. Greg Cunningham, Hambo, Haraka, Harvey Penguini's parents are suing the school. We understand they're hurt, but exploded by asteroid is a pretty classic act of God. Hot fart. Jaber Al Aden died how he lived on the moon. Jeff Haraski. We've lost every one of our precious Johns. John Dean's family asked us to say, may he rest in the peace he hated in life. John Hector McFarland's family asked us to say, may he rest in war. John McCammon's family asked us to say, may the bastard find no rest. John Minkoff's family chased us off their property with a thresher. Johnny No Fun was ironically too much fun. It turns out space is not the ultimate bong cooler. Joseph Searles will never forget your tragic last words, which were just your own name yelled from a saddle tied to a booster rocket. Now, it may not hurt as badly as losing the Johns, but we lost all of our Joshes too. 
Josh Fabian. We hope you finally found Alf. Joshua Alf Graves. If only the two of you had met in life. Josh S., we hardly knew ye. Nobody could even find a picture. Leading theories say you were an urban legend. Ken Paisley. K&M. M. Jahi Chappelle. Mac Miserable. Matt Riley, when you enrolled, you told us you wanted to die naked on a comet. We laughed at the time. Max Baroy. Michael Lair. Michael Wells. Now, the school is suing Mickey Lohman's family for defamation. We are not a school full of buttholes who teach kids that rockets point down. Mike Stiles. Moju. N.D. Neil Bailey. Neil Schaefer will miss your laughter most of all. It went like this. War, 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 war. Like a horny walrus choking on a smaller walrus. It was wild. It was crazy stuff. Neku 104. Nick Ralston. Ozzy Olin. Patrick Herbst, you asked in every class what would happen if you stuck it in the lunar rover. What was the answer, Patrick? Rachel. Rain Vargas. Rihanna. Sarkovsky. Sean Chase is the one who started the deadly rumor that huffing space got you high. Spotty reception. Supernaut had a theory that, in zero gravity, a fart could propel you forever. It's still going, as far as we know. Ted H. Thomas Cavazos. Timmy Leahy overdosed on freeze-dried ice cream. You can only eat four of those in a lifetime, you know. Toasty God. Tom Sekula. Tommy G. Waylon Russell. Yesarian. Yanis Ioannidis. You were our best. Our brightest. The live feed showed you burned that way, too. Dr. Awkward. All of your instructors said it was impossible to do a kickflip in space. They said you'd never land it without gravity. I guess? I guess? I guess the joke's on them because you're kick-flipping forever now! <laughs>